Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Complete Waffle. Today, have we got a special guest? No. So it's just me and my good pal, William. Indeed, that is me. I am last week, last week we did have a special guest, we had Tom Gilfoyle, and the increased publicity from him gave us a little bit of feedback. Thank you very much, Tom, for that. Much appreciated. Thank you very much, good sir. Appreciate it. Um, right, so, the first point I want to make from the feedback that we did get is that we are just two people on a Discord call with OBS Studio. The limit of our technological advancements. It even says in the podcast description, to autists. <laughs> <laughs> Speaks for itself, really. Can I just highlight that bit there? <laughs> we do apologise for the not good quality stuff, uh, considering that we are two autists. Uh, but we do try our best, and we are glad that you enjoy them. Uh, and we do want we do want you to have, like, you know, fun listening to it. That's the thing. I have fun when I'm listening to it. Sometimes just walking down the street and I've got tears rolling down my face. So I'm laughing that hard. Oh, I thought you had tears from, like, crying. No, no? laughing. I do make myself cry laughing quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but Will's just crying because he's sad. But, um, but anyway, feedback that we did get. Is, uh, is very useful. We are grateful. Um, Thank you. In the future, once this quarantine thing is all over, <clears throat> we are looking to um, record it in person uh, so it will save us the mic quality problem that my mic uh, currently has. And it would but not my mic because I'm crystal clear. That is true. You are. Every every sound test would be your crystal clear. In it. Incredibly annoying. <laughs> How professional it was to do sound checks. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> so your, Just uh, broke the fourth wall. <laughs> what's, your, what's your main selling point of your podcast? Well, you see, we do sound checks. <laughs> but only one of us is clear. Yeah, but we're hoping to fix that in the future by uh, actually coming face to face and using yeah. a microphone to record. And hopefully, it is a good microphone uh, because obviously we want to improve the audio quality so your ears aren't getting absolutely clusterfucked. Well, talking of microphone quality, right? Yeah. This is an issue I used to have back in my YouTube days. Everyone likes to feel your audio quality is so awful. You need to buy a microphone, right? And your point? And I have the iPhone without a headphone jack. So I bought a microphone and it didn't, it didn't fit in my phone. So I was like, oh no, how can I become a YouTube star? And so I had to buy a little dongle, they're called. It's like a translator. Is that like the wires. The, was that like fifteen quid dongle that you can now get on Amazon for like two pound fifty? No, I did buy it off Amazon back in the day. Oh, cheap shit from the start. I really am because I don't get paid very much. Neither. <laughs> Pop wash things. Pop wash things. Don't get paid. And, and the other day I made a YouTube video dyeing my hair, and it's quite exciting. But all the comments were like. Good video, but we can't hear you. And you might be thinking, Sophia, why don't you use your little microphone? Because you're stupid. Because I can't find the dongle. Yeah, as I said, because you're stupid. Oh, I feel like that's a little bit mean. We need to be kind. Well, okay, we'll be kind. <laughs> I have to say. Just... <laughs> Council has decided. Council has decided. You will be kind. Uh, okay, I'll be kind now. But um Kindness. Yes, kindness. But back to the factor that we are trying to um that we are trying our best to 
record this as much as possible uh, in a good way. Does that make sense? That doesn't make any sense, does it? We're trying to record this as best as we possibly can with the resources we have. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I feel like after quarantine, quarantine. it'll be more exciting. Even though it's quite exciting now, but it's been more of our, dare I say it, crackhead energy. Indeed. Well, you're like a white girl, you can't say that. Why not? Because any white girl who says cracker energy is you know, immediately void of all opinion. But the difference is, I've actually done crack cocaine. Ah, true, true. <laughs> that is very true. So, also, the feedback from someone said, um, don't talk about people that we don't know, like people that the listeners don't know so therefore the only person we will talk about on the podcast from here on out is in fact Kanye West I can vouch for that if you don't know who Kanye West is just stop listening I, I'm going to say it I don't care just stop he's a modern day Jesus no, he, no, no you've got that wrong he is Jesus <laughs> he, he has publicly stated that he is Jesus some of his tunes do pop you know what I mean like you can vibe to them but some of them, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, am I in church or am I in my childhood home? Probably a bit of both. Um, you know I mean? Maybe. Probably a bit of, um, you know, I've, I've, I've just found a clip of... <laughs> a clip of who? Of Kanye. What's he doing in said clip? What's he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. Kanye? I just told you I thought I was. God. Play that again. Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. God bless Kanye. He is a god. Stating the fact he, that he's a he god. He is a god. Too. Maybe we can get Kanye on the podcast next week. Hopefully. Just contact his people. Just like, hey, can I speak to God, please? <laughs> just go to church and be like, yo. One up, Dwag. <laughs> Yo, Kanye. Hallelujah. Uh, he's gonna have he's gonna have a uh, two second appearance on my podcast. Good morning, Kanye. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just really and say, "Good morning, Kanye. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning." Well, he, he sounds like a New Yorker when he does that. Not like I would know what New Yorker sounds like, but that's what he sounds like. Good morning. Have you ever been to New York? Nope. <laughs> have you ever been to Wales? I have. It was amazing. Because, right? Right. Where is Wales located? It is located to the west of England. Is it in the United Kingdom? It is, unfortunately, in the United Kingdom. <laughs> does Wales have its own distinct flag? It does indeed have its own distinct flag. Can you describe the flag to me? Green on the bottom, white on the top, dragon in the middle. That's coloured right. red. So the dragon's red, it's got a bit of green, got a bit of white. And then... Um, you want to know where that is on the UK flag? That's exactly what I was asking. Welcome to King Edward the First Reign. I think it was King Edward. I can't remember which king it was. Anyway, the one that... You know all the castles in Wales? Not personally. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Castle. How Hello. are you? Hello, Castle. How are you? I am good. Why are you talking? Looks down, you've got meth in your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you're talking. <laughs> Just the bricks move. <laughs> They're like, Hello. Hello, Castle. You know, our crackheads have like minus one, two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the castle talking looks like. It's so old. And it probably doesn't brush his teeth a lot. True. But anyway, the guy who made all the castles in Wales was the guy who basically invaded Wales. And what he did is he built the castles to basically keep those on the Welsh. And he was like, yep, Wales is mine now. <laughs> Get <the> locals. <laughs> You're all English now. Even though none of them understood what he was saying. So speaking Welsh. He, he wasn't speaking Welsh, he was speaking English to them, and they had 
Yeah. See, that's what I don't understand. Why aren't you listening? I'm listening. Because if you go to Europe, right, yeah. and you go to France, yeah, they speak French. Yeah. And if you then go to a country around France, like maybe Spain or Germany, they speak their language, right? Yeah. Different languages. Mm-hmm. But there's some of the words are the same, like it's quite similar languages because well, they're based off Latin. It depends. Sometimes if it's a company, like they'll have different variations of it so they can pronounce it properly. And yeah, sometimes but... it's a common word, like we've got we share quite a bit with uh Dutch. We share quite a few words with Dutch. We share quite a few words with um German. And but if someone was speaking French to languages me as well, like Swedish, uh, they also have they also have a lot of similar words as well. Yeah, so if someone was speaking a, like a Western European language to me, I could probably pull out a few words. You know what I mean? Mm. It wouldn't be too hard to try and make sense what they're saying, right? Mm. And. Europe is like across the sea. You have to get on a ferry or maybe a plane. You can't just walk over. True. But if I was going to go to Wales, yeah, right, which is maybe like an hour, two hour drive, mm. and someone started speaking to me in Welsh, yeah, I know one word in Welsh. Is it? Poppy and that's poppity ping. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't quite understand how, despite being a tiny little island, we've got a whole other language that's nothing like English. Well, you've got two languages, technically three languages, that are nothing like English. Three? Uh, you've got Welsh, you've got Scots Gaelic, you've got four technically, you've got Welsh, you've got Scots, you've got Scots Gaelic, and you've got uh, Gaelic as itself. So well, got... Ireland kind of makes sense because it's a different island. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah, Ireland's got its own language, but then Scotland does as well. But it's got two variations of the same language. Bloody hell. Welcome to history. Well, once I met someone from the north, you big, um, big Newcastle up north, right? Do you know where that is? I know where Big Newcastle's up north, yeah. It's pretty far north, right? Yes, it is. And we're in the Midlands. We are indeed. Not to <coughs> dox ourselves or anything there, Not but to dox um, ourselves, but you know, we are in the. Probably tell from our little accents that we are from the Midlands. Well, I've migrated here and I've had to adapt to not get bullied. <laughs> get bullied anyway. I'm gonna bully them, anyway, you know. I tried. I tried to fit in. It didn't work. My plan failed. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I don't fit in. I like other girls. But someone was speaking to me in English, which is my first language that I was born and raised on. But because they were so from so far north, I couldn't understand what they were saying. Achievement unlocked. Sophia has understood accent. My favourite accent has got to be the Scouse accent. I love it. I love it. It's so calming, like. Scouse accent is literally the furthest thing from calming you can possibly have. It calms me down. How does it calm you down? It's so, like, you know, aggressive. Yeah. Listen here. Listen here. Leave it you. Alright, calm down. I'm yeah, but calm. imagine a imagine a baking show, right? right? But set in Liverpool, and someone's like, "Right then, get your cast to show ya." He starts his poorly bread on the floor. He puts bread on the floor. Scouts oh, the guy. He dropped it, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> What's your favourite accent? The Welsh accent. I could have written that down on a piece of paper and guessed you would have said that. What? You should know there's a bias there. <laughs> do you like Do you like my Scouse? Do you like my Welsh accent when I do oh, a Welsh version? Would you like there. an omelette? 
Just look at them there. I think it's very good, certainly. If any of our Welsh listeners want to reach out to us and tell us who's got the best Welsh accent, please do. We all, you lived in Wales. <laughs> did you have any run-in with the Welsh Mafia? Uh, unfortunately, I did not have any run-in with the Swansea Mafia. Oh, no. What about with the little <laughs> corner where they all meet? Can you tell us about that? I love that story. You do realise that's just a story, right? I thought it's a what? It's a story. You know. Is it not true? No, of course it's not true. It's a story. Oh, How would you... <laughs> you really have been going there for years, mate. That's the one that true. Oh my god, how do you not realise that's a story? Can you please tell it to me? What, the one where, it, where I tried to trick Simon into thinking I had relations with it? Yeah. Okay, for anyone who doesn't know and who is complaining about the context that we don't speak to people we know, Simon... <laughs> He's a good friend of ours, okay? We, we love Simon. He's a bit like Snoop Dogg if he was white and wore Hollister. And was very small. <laughs> and drove a Mercedes for some reason. And he's very good at climbing. He's very good at climbing. Anyway, basically, I told Simon this, uh, this little... Little tail <laughs> because I wanted, I wanted to make him believe that I uh, had relations with like some dangerous crime family, and I thought it'd be quite funny <laughs> to see how long I could keep it going. So I was like, Yeah, so you've got the, uh, the Barry Mafia. He was like, Barry's got a mafia, and I was like, Yeah, so it's like gangsters. And he was like, Are you sure? And I was like, Mate, trust me, I live there, trust me. I only went to Barry's on Thursdays, so like, you know. Going to the sea to train for lifeguard training. That was it. That was Why just on Thursdays? For. Just for the lifeguard training? Yeah, just for lifeguard training. Went on Thursdays. How long did it take to get there? It took me about half an hour, 45 minutes. Mm. Good price to pay to become a lifeguard that could save somebody's life. True. And to uh, swim next to heroin evil. Anyway. <laughs> um. Basically, I was like, yeah, so there's a there's North Barry, South Barry, there's like West Barry, East Barry, and they all come together in like the central point of Barry. And they all decided that that was neutral ground with them, like a 10 mile radius. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure I said it's so convincing that you still believe it. I mean, clearly. I did. believed it. What's the fear belief? Well, you believed it because, you know, you're stupid. Well. <laughs> I'm not fully informed on Welsh culture. But Simon just bought it. Simon bought it so much. It was so funny. Cause, like, he said there guy. was like one corner in the street where... That was the centre of Barry. <laughs> the right bang up in the middle. These mafia bosses the are mafia like boss. getting out of tape measures, measuring all of Barry. Be like, you know what? This this. <laughs> This lamppost is right in the middle. <laughs> I, heard, I heard our friend Simon going on for ages. Like, I'm pretty sure he still believes it. <laughs> I can't believe you still believe it. I can't believe you didn't catch on and go, wait a minute. Well, I did catch on, even though there are about four houses in Barry. So maybe that's, Actually, maybe it's just like... Six houses, and there's an island... And apparently now, according to my Welsh sources, it's been renamed to Barry Bader. <laughs> when you can't go on holiday because of coronavirus, so you go to Barry Bader. <laughs> Can I go to Bader? Yeah, sure. Turns up a Barry Bar- Island. No, Barry. <laughs> Turns up a Barry Island. If you were to have a child, right? Right. And it was a male. Yeah. What would you call it? Gary. I would call it Gary. Not, not Barry. No, do you know why? Because Gary's, the, the number of people called Gary in the UK is currently declining. Now, I feel like this is a very serious topic that everyone needs to consider and name at least one of their child Gary. That is a very good point. I only know one Gary. I know two Garys. Two? The, my old history teacher and this other guy that goes down to the pub every now and then. Decent, decent. Do you know any Gary's? 
I know one Gary, and he lives in the Lake District, and he paints post boxes for a living. How do you know this, Gary? <laughs> How do you know Gary that lives in the Lake District and paints post boxes for a living? Because he didn't always live in the Lake District, and it is quite a funny little story. Do tell, my friend. Well, he was like, okay, guys, listen, I'm moving to the Lake District to pursue a career in postbox painting and everyone was very sad because Gary Gaz is quite a funny bloke, right? Indeed. And I, I got quite a few of my jokes from him and I thought, I'm probably never going to see him in person again so I'll get my little parting gift as you do when a close friend moves to the Lake District. That's a very specific place to move to. Hmm, it's suspicious. Of all your friends. Oh, I've got a funny story about the Lake District as well, but tell yours first. And this, he was moving in November of 2018, right? Right. So as a parting gift, I decided to compile all of my best jokes in one place. Please don't tell me you wrote a joke book. I did write a joke book, and I went to print it out... I went to print it out so I could give him a copy to take with him to um, the Lake District. Yeah. But there was a minimum order, so I had to get 20. So you've just got 20 copies of well, this joke book that you've compiled? 19, <clears throat> because I gave one to him. And what have you done with the, uh, what have you done with the rest of them? Well, I've still got three. So 19 takeaway three is 16. How so I've you... given 16... Lucky people, a copy uh-huh. of my joke book. How have you managed to get rid of 16 joke books? Um, well, I had to give someone two copies because I got the first one a bit wet because it was raining. So only like 15 people, 15 separate people have a joke book. 15 separate people have... The Yosefir joke book. Now, if you're listening and you do have one, please contact us. Tell us your best joke from that book. Do you have a copy, Will? I don't have a copy. Do you not? I'm pretty sure I don't have a copy. How long have I known you? Um, A good while now, I can tell you that. You must have been 14. Yeah, must have been about four years ago. My best friend, as my mother calls you. (laughs) <laughs> well, what's your story about the Lake District? My story, oh yes, my story about the Lake District. So, <clears throat> we had this uh, teacher at my school. Um, Are they belonged? No, his name was Mr. Dudley. He had been there <laughs> since what everyone thought was the school's creation. So we thought he'd been there because we found a picture growing up the stairs of the control room of the... Um, of the stage lights, so you know where Tom was like, oh, I went up there. Uh, oh, yeah. Room, the mic control room. So up those stairs, there is a picture from like 19, I think it's like 1980 something. Bloody hell, I wasn't even born. Neither was I. And uh, Mr. Dudley is in that picture as a teacher. So. We were like, okay, that's is it pretty old. Yeah, it's pretty pretty old. All right, he must be retiring soon. Basically, um, unfortunately, it got to the uh, it got to year eleven before he retired, so we had to spend uh, all our school life with him. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, his actions a bit on the creepy side. Bit of a bit of a oh, it smells like a favel in here. But um oh dear. But uh, anyway. Nothing. Nothing came of. Nothing came of his uh, actions. He was just. He was just trying to be friendly. Uh, anyway, he. <laughs> I think it was. Two weeks before the end of year eleven. Uh, he went on a holiday to the uh, Lake District, uh, and he didn't want to because obviously being a Catholic school, you have to love God and everything like that. So, we had this ending mass, uh, the the end of the year mass and like a leavers mass. And Mr. Dudley 
got got arrested, so he's not dead. I'm just saying because so, he probably is dead. I haven't I haven't heard from him. I haven't heard of him since I left. Uh, he had just been to the Lake District, okay, and he and he'd been there for about two weeks, just having a good old time in retirement. But unfortunately, fun. unfortunately uh, for him, the the Lake District names its places pretty weirdly. So when the head teacher, Mr. Mr. Smith, who incidentally looks like Buzz Lightyear, uh, <laughs> went onto the stage and he was like, and uh, he's come all the way down from the Lake District in Cockermouth. <laughs> <laughs> so our teacher, who everyone was like, mm, he's a bit dodgy, had just come from a place called Cockermouth uh, just to see a bunch of year 11 kids leave the school. I bet that caused <laughs> quite a ruckus amongst the Christian indeed children. Indeed it did. Indeed it did. We did giggle a bit. We did have a bit of a laugh. Uh, and it was quite hard to get us back under control, but... Uh, <laughs> Mr. Dudley what did they do? Be like, there? God won't let you into heaven if you don't sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Although we did have one RE teacher who literally said I'm in the teaching for a boob job, that was it. Okay then. <laughs> I was like, you enjoy teaching this? And she was like, no, not really. I'm just here to get money for a boob job. And I was like, alright then. Sorry. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> you teach them kids about religious rights while you get your money for your breast transplant. Well, it's always the history teachers are a bit naughty. You know what I mean? No, this guy was a music teacher. Oh, was he? Indeed, he was a uh, he was a fully fledged fingered the ivories. <laughs> One of our music teachers, right? Um, Miss Clark, I'll say her name. Well, no one's not going to know who they are, are they? Miss Clark, right? Yeah, Miss Clark. In her music room. Mm. Everyone would sit in chairs around the perimeter of the room, right? Very sophisticated. In a big circle. Right. And in the middle of the room, there's like a little tiny trap door. Oh, like like on a stage. Can you can you imagine this? I can, I can visualise. And I never had her as a teacher, right? Yeah. But um, Harry McDonald's tutor did. Harry McDonald's tutor. Had her as a music teacher because our lessons were done in tutors. Oh, okay. And one day, young Harry was misbehaving. Oh dear, young Harry. And Miss Clark threatened to put him in her hole, which was, of course, the trapdoor in the middle of the room. However... that was that did cause quite a ruckus amongst the class. <laughs> I'm gonna put you in my hole. Don't stop messing around. <laughs> and then when she when she was um, retiring, word got around. There's people saying, "Oh, I never really liked her as a teacher. Why don't we prank her? You know, to send her off properly." And guess what they did. Her. Hey, guess what they did? Even worse. <laughs> what could be even worse than giving someone a retiring <laughs> teacher a heart attack? Leaving a bag of shit oh <laughs> on a desk. <laughs> I would have thought it would involve the trap door or something, like someone jumping out of the trap door. But no, leaving a bag of shit on a desk will do. Yeah, that's fine. That works just as well. So off she went into a nice peaceful retirement. Holding a bag of shit and into the sunset. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Clark, if you're out there, God rest your soul. You're probably dead now because you probably opened the bag. There's <laughs> a like, God rest your soul to everyone. God rest your soul. Not even Christian. God rest your soul. That's what makes me laugh. You went to a Christian school and you're not even Christian. No, I went to a Catholic school. They're a lot more, how do we say it, crusady. They, they kind of want to kill <laughs> more people that aren't Catholic. Aren't Catholic. Christians are like, yeah, no, we're accepting them. Catholics are just like, listen here, bucko. You don't like God? 
you're gonna have to die. Right, let me give you a little bit of context, right? Okay. We're currently in quarantine. The country is in lockdown, so you can't talk to people, right? Well, I'm talking to you now. Well, you can't meet up in real life and hold hands and jump off into the sunset. And... Oh, you can't hold hands and jump off into the sunset or off a bridge. You can, you know, you can meet two meters away and jump off a bridge. Yeah. So the other day, my friend Meg, right? Meg came to my house to give me some chili jam that she'd made. Hmm. And we we were standing on my drive, having a little conversation, a little catch up, if you will, two meters apart though. Lest we forget. Lest we forget. Two meters apart. Glad you clarified that one. Thank you. I don't want haters coming at me because some people don't stay two meters apart, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Indeed, we will. And um, this Christian walked past. I don't know if you know him. He went to your school of the name Solomon. Oh, God bless. He walked past with my good friend Amy, right? With a. How do you say it? Two metres apart. They were two metres apart. Very good social distancing on their part. Very good. So all four of us were standing on slash around my drive, all far apart, and we're having a little conversation, right? Mm. And I, I don't know Solomon all that well. I don't really talk to him. You know, never Mm. really needed to. But now he's on my drive, and I thought, you know what? Let's make this a little bit less awkward. Let's start a conversation with him, right? Yeah. And what did I say to Paul Solomon? How's the weather? No, it wasn't a normal conversation starter, like, um, how's lockdown or been for a walk, eh? I said, have you prayed? (laughs) And at first, he didn't quite understand me, so he went, you what? And then... I've repeated myself the exact same words. Have you prayed? He still didn't understand me, which isn't much of a surprise since I just said what I had said before the exact same way. I said, have you prayed today? That's a very Christian activity to do. Little did you forget he's actually Catholic. I don't know if he's Catholic, actually. I don't know. He does seem very Christian. Yeah, he's been... Like a Christian youth camp thing that he used to go to. And you could tell him about it, and he was like, every second I used to be like, that's great. I just burn wood in my uncle's back garden. Uncle Andy? No, Uncle Paul. (laughs) Were you ever Christian in your life? Like, even when you went to a Christian primary school, were you like, do you know what? I would like to pray. I was very anti. I just say anti or yeah, anti authority but in a religion sense. I've always been a bit like I've always been a bit skeptical. Bit skeptical. I've always been a bit like "Mm, well I don't know. Like you know, like a bit um I don't know. Well I've never been Christian William. Well that's all right. I've been baptised. I have prayed a couple of times, right? What, when you're trying to get, like, I don't know, when you're trying to get faster or something? Like running away, no. like, oh, please, God, please. Can I have some big no. legs? Big legs for me, God. Oh, I've please. I've got big legs, thank you very much. Your legs are as skinny but... as my pencil that I do for art, and I don't even do art. <laughs> all over my legs just snap. <laughs> That's how skinny you are. <laughs> you stand up and your legs just go, nope, fold. I can't actually stand up because my hind efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes like when I get bar, out of bed too fast, I like run to the stairs. I think, bloody hell, my life is actually over. I'm going to fall down the stairs. <laughs> and I won't make it. Your stairs curve as well, so you hit the wall and then you'll fall the rest of the way. They do, there's a little nail in the wall. Out, so if I hit my head on that, game over. I mean, it solves kills two birds with one stone, doesn't it? it? Solves the anti, it solves the funny problem, or the, the <laughs> lack of funny problem, should we say? And it also, where uh, you know, commits not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so, being mean again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> so if you want to commit not alive, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no, if you genuinely did, right? Yeah. Right, let me let me rephrase this. I don't want to upset anybody. Okay. You've already upset me. Let's go. You know right, this will cheer you up. You know Jaden <laughs> William Robinson. I do. I don't want to want to use his whole <laughs> name because he might get docs now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know Jaden. I do know Jaden. Atheist boy. Atheist boy. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm gonna... yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you his plan of how he will commit not alive. How will he commit not alive? I hope so he doesn't because... commit not alive, but how is he going to do it? I hope he doesn't either. If he's ever feeling sad, I hope he reaches out and gets the help he needs. Samaritans. All sorts. Well, he's not really. He's not religious, so he wouldn't reach out to the Samaritans, would he? (laughs) (laughs) There's a flaw in your Maybe not. Hopefully, he'd reach out to someone, right? Hopefully. But here is his plan in case all else fails and maybe he just thinks, you know what, I actually can't do this anymore. I've actually had enough. What is his plan? So, you know, when you get your teeth. And it's a little bit wobbly when you're eight or nine years old. And you tie a it? string to your tooth. And then you get your mum to slam the door as hard as she can. So oh, your tooth pulls out, I right? Knew, I knew his plan. Oh, I remember yeah. it now. So what he would do is get a gun. I don't know where from, since we're in the UK. Okay, but he'd get a gun. Job. I shouldn't have said that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> now he knows where to get it. <laughs> And he'd point this gun at himself. Maybe he'd use a tripod or something. Maybe right? he'd be intelligent enough to do that instead of just <laughs> on his chest of drawers. And he'd tie a little string onto the trigger, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'd tie the other end of the string onto his doorknob. Mm-hmm. And then he'd get his mother, of all people, <laughs> someone who's meant to love him. And want the best for him all his life. Drink, do you want a drink, Jaden? No, <laughs> all right. Can you close the door on your way out? Bang! <laughs> Just slam the door as hard as she could and kill him in a painless way. No, I'm pretty sure shotgun's pretty painful. Well, this is what's going on in his little mind. Well, I hope he reaches out to the NHS and not the Samaritans because the Samaritans will end up being like, turn to God, and he'll be like, no, and then go on like a killing rampage. I actually had a job with the Samaritans. Oh dear, do tell. One one day, I was feeling a little bit sick, a little bit under the weather, right? Mm. So I decided to call in sick. I said, I can't do it anymore. I've actually had enough. I'm not coming today, right? That's what I said to my boss. Okay. Tried to talk me out with it. Good Samaritan. He's trying to, you know, trying to heal <laughs> you with the hand that's of the God. That's the whole joke. He's trying to heal you with the hand of God. <laughs> He's like, you're not ill, you're not sick, trust me. If you don't get into work, you're fired. <laughs> God, shotgun waiting for you. Get into work. <laughs> I'll come to your house. <laughs> Can I imagine that's what your boss was like at the Samaritans? Doxes you. Doxes you. She's been like, yeah, Sends so an army of Christians to your house. Sends, like, it's just... <laughs> the nationwide stores of the Samaritans now have Yusuf's address. <laughs> they all start marching down the street with like shotguns and pitchforks. Well, that would actually be breaking the lockdown rules. But um, it's actually okay that everyone's breaking the rules now because of a certain um, Dominic Cummings. Oh, Mr. Cummings. And if you don't know who that is, he's a conservative MP, right? Isn't he like the advisor to the MP? Um... Not, not the MP, the PM. <laughs> Advisor to the PM. Advisor to the PM. So you need to be one o'clock at one o'clock. You need to be two o'clock at two o'clock. He's a That's British a political strategist. He was appointed a senior advisor to Boris Johnson in July 2019. Well, he's not very strategic about his current movements, is he? No. So he has one children. He has one <laughs> one child. child. Sorry. He has a children. <laughs> And his wife, who he married in 2011, Mary, right? God bless Mary Cummings. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a situation with Mary, Dominic and their child, right? 
Have they got one child or two? Have they got one they've got one child. Just one child. Just one children. So Mary's been getting a little bit sick lately. She might have coronavirus. Very possible, yeah. right? Very possible. And so Dominic thinks, okay, my wife might have coronavirus. This is the strategic aspect of them coming in now. So if it was me, I think, right, stay alert, stay at home, protect the NHS, right? Knock, knock the virus off, like, knock yeah. it on its arse. If it comes to you, bang, right hook. Eradicate it, it, right? Yeah, get rid of it. And if anyone in your household does have the virus, you want to self-isolate for 14 days. You can get your Tesco delivery. He'd probably go for Waitrose, though, wouldn't he? Nah, you can get it delivered I to your door. I've found that as out of place. Booze, it's more expensive than Waitrose. What's that? Booze. It's like a really small supermarket chain, but apparently it's really big in like posh communities. I've never heard of it. I know it's really like covert, but it's like proper expensive. Oh dear. Like that's what that's the type of like you know shop Dominic Cummings goes for. Well, he could probably get it delivered. You know what I mean? He, he has food. He probably has a tap in his house somewhere, so he could drink some water. Hopefully. Otherwise, no, that, would be, that would be against human rights, which you know, <laughs> against. If it was me, right, and my wife, Mary, came down with coronavirus, I think, right. If Sophia and Mary came with coronavirus, what would happen, Sophia? Do tell. Well, I would do a little bit of meal prep, so then I could just stick it in for the microwave for the kids. Maybe get some um, dinosaur chicken nuggets for the kids, a bit of ketchup. So the kid has food, right? So, if everyone's healthy, we'd isolate, even though the wife is a little bit ill. But we'd maybe, like, put her in a separate room. Shut but I wouldn't, I wouldn't drive, right, all mm. the way to Durham. Right? I don't, I don't know <laughs> who would think, right, my wife's got coronavirus. Durham, I, I fancy I going to Durham. Not once. But twice, actually, he went to Durham. Didn't, oh, didn't, 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 like, some news footage occur of him putting, like, some, like, a kid's trike in the back of the car? For what? Like, some kid's toys <laughs> in the back of his car as he went to Durham as his kid was left at home. Well, his kid could actually stay entertained if it was self-isolated, because his dad is a laughing stock. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is you know back in the day where the queen used to call like or the king used to call jesters into their royal court. <laughs> I reckon the queen just goes, Dominic, Dominic, darling, come here. And Dominic goes, Yes, ma'am. And then get, and she goes, Do that strategic thing you do. Travel to Durham. Go on. Break lockdown. Now, Dominic said that it was for childcare, right? But his child was going to drop his child off at his parents, right? But that's spreading the virus. <laughs> Now, Dominic, Dominic, you? right, is 48 years old, okay. almost 50, almost midlife, right? That's, uh, isn't that closer to the uh, risk factor than most? Yeah, so his parents are going to be 75, maybe 80, maybe even 90, depending on when they gave birth to young baby Dominic. And so if he's going to them, for no reason, he didn't have the child on him. He was just going out to Durham, having a little bit of fun. He might have killed his own parents, honestly. He may as well have done. I think. And if he did oh. need to organise childcare, he could have sent a WhatsApp message to his parents and said, "Listen, is it all right if I drop my child off at yours?" Minimal contact. Get him out straight away. Boom. Mm. But if. Hmm. You see here, you see the Scottish, um, the Scottish health minister broke lockdown for going to a second house. The Welsh health minister broke um, lockdown by sitting in the park eating chips. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's. I don't um, quite understand why people need two houses. Because in my house, right, we've mm. got a kitchen. Okay, yep. so if you've got two Tick. houses, you've got two kitchens. It's only three meals in a day. I don't quite understand why you'd need two kitchens. 
because you know you need them. How many houses do you have, William? I have one house. How many homeless people are there in the UK? There are quite a few. Peculiar. Hmm. Oh, would you look at that? There is a second house being owned by a uh, member of parliament. Mm. And who's who's paying for this house? Is it Dominic? I don't think he is. From his from his hard earned wages. Don't get me wrong, he does work quite hard for these strategies, you know what I mean? Figuring out how he's gonna get to his parents' house by leaving the kid at home. <laughs> just drops off a tricycle at his parents' house. Job well done, Dominic. <laughs> you and deserve this, a pat on the back. Is why I am the lead strategist. <laughs> you know that like um puzzle where it's like you got a bag of corn, a fox, and a chicken, and you have to get them across across the lake. <laughs> Dominic, with that's his, what Dominic is doing. His kid trike and He's his got child. coronavirus. <laughs> tricycle and his, his child. child. <laughs> so he took he took the tricycle. He can't leave. Which means his child got coronavirus. <laughs> he can't leave the child with the coronavirus. Otherwise, the child will get coronavirus. He can't leave the child with the trike. Or the <laughs> child will play with the trike. He can't, leave, he can't leave coronavirus with the trike. Otherwise, the trike will then become infected and have to leave it outside for 72 hours. No, you could leave the tricycle with the coronavirus because that would be like leaving the fox with the grain. The fox doesn't want the grain. Oh, yeah, true. Coronavirus can't ride a bike. Well, you don't know. It might manifest because the Chinese didn't make it. <laughs> It might just sprout arms and become like this small little robot. <laughs> I was going to start talking then about the Chinese government, but then I thought, do you know what? I think fancy I best, I best hold my tongue a little bit then. Why would you hold your tongue for the Chinese government? They're all dickheads. Well, They're all dickheads. Well, right, look at the data. No one watches the podcast this far, so let's. I'm just going to come out and say it. Do it. No one watches it in China. They're a little bit suspicious. A little right. bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a so little first bit. of all, the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Right? Well, that was a failure that's... from the start. That was ages ago. That, that's a good idea, you know what I mean? A big wall, keep out the people. Keep out the Mongols, but then the Mongols just went around. <laughs> <laughs> so it would have been a good idea if it was a hard border, right? Mm-hmm. The next thing they did, right? Yeah. One child policy, because... Um, they had too many people, right? Don't forget the killing of the swallows. No, how could I forget? So, we've seen that overpopulation is clearly a problem that the government are facing in China. Indeed. And they've tried a couple of times now to sort of sort it out and um, get back on the right track. Yeah, they are. So, even though it's slowly increasing again. And then... Here comes 2020. Mm. No, actually, here's 2019. And they're all sitting there around a big table, maybe got some whiskey. And they're thinking, right, we're starting a new decade next year. Let's turn a fresh page and let's see like, how can we actually control all of this. And um, the Chinese people have thought, well, we've actually got too many people. We need to actually cut down a little bit. And everyone else was like, yeah, yeah, that's actually a good idea, matey. Then he thought, here's an idea for you. And I was thinking, what's this idea? How can you solve centuries worth of problems? And he goes, I will eat a bat. Yeah. It just doesn't quite add up to me. I, no, no, you see, you see, you see. He didn't eat the bat. Bat ate him. Exactly. Because the bat had the virus that the scientists injected into it. Furthermore, the virus ate him out like <laughs> a cheap man from the Midlands would go to Latvia and eat out a 15 quid prostitute. That <laughs> that's, very sus- that's very specific. It's very Pacific. No, it's specific. <laughs> specific. <laughs> Special fact. Sorry, it's the retard coming through in me. It's the uh, it's the autist in the description. Oh wow! Would you look at that? Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> when I first read 
the description on our podcast that Will wrote, which includes the word two autists. I actually thought it said artist. And I was like, oh, that's quite good. And then maybe like a week later, recorded the first episode. I was like, oh, quite good. And then two weeks later, recorded the second episode. And I read it again and I thought, oh, autist. (laughs) (laughs) So you might think I'm actually quite slow. No, in fact, you literally proved the point why we we put the description as that. (laughs) I think I might be dyslexic. Well, dyslexic or not, you're still retarded. <laughs> Can I get that on a shirt? I will. Official, right. Enough enough support for the show, and we'll make I'm <laughs> dyslexic or not, I'm just retarded <laughs> onto a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> one, one listener to the very end. One lis- yeah, fun. one listener that has, has the consistent retention rate. <laughs> pop up with who you are also here's another thing that I want to just uh, quickly on a serious level address um, if we made like a social account would that help anyone you're going to have to let us know because I have no idea what we're doing like a twitter perhaps a twitter and instagram something like that no what we post on the instagram probably just pictures of me just looking down like a 50 year old man like oh, <laughs> <laughs> get depressed and be like, oh, fuck. Fuck you are quite depressed, Will. So maybe we can make a Twitter and people can send him things to cheer Will up and put him out of his <laughs> lifelong depression. Pulling me out of my rut that I've put myself in because I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> Ciao, <laughs> well, if you don't know this, Will was actually going to a special school to become a digger. Yeah, I am transforming into a digger. And if that won't give your life purpose, I don't know what will. I'm a transformer. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. No, Ben 10. What? No. <laughs> With his little watch. What? I'm not Ben 10. Transformers are the one that turns into robots. Ben 10 turns into, like, I don't know, like, aliens or something? I don't know. I think that's what's been fucking ages. I don't know what he transforms into, but you know what I mean. Sometimes he, he thinks. Slaps it down and then he turns into a big red guy. I think that's the whole. Sometimes point. he looks in the mirror and, as Billie Eilish once said, he goes, "I don't want to be you anymore." And then he puts on a watch. Boom! He's a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg, please. Hello, I'm human. Hello, yes, I'm human. Good job on the polls today, team. <laughs> Good job. Morgan <laughs> stares at the camera for another five seconds. It's well, right? You know, Jeff, I don't know how to say his surname. Bezos. Jeff Bezos. 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 He looks like a typical white human being. Do you know what I mean? I'm you, looking at a picture of him the, now. He, he's my home the, screen on my phone. But he just looks so saying. typical. <laughs> you said I haven't quite got an over it. Bold well. man. He's so, he's just typical. <laughs> He's typical, you know what I mean? No, he'd like, be more typical if he was a bit more chubby. Well, it depends how you look from typical, because he's American, isn't he? So if he's American, yeah. typical Americans like, I don't know, chinos, blazers, <laughs> nice, nicely done up hair, you know what I mean? Chinos! And then, and then you've got like the rednecks, which is like, you know, a bit obese, wife beaters on, uh, drink... In, I don't even know, pure alcohol because they're retarded, shoot guns. Then you've got yeah, but, the yeah. British lad, yeah, who wears like a, <laughs> a nice pair of jeans, does, does himself a Jeans and a nice on. top. Jeans and a nice top. <laughs> and then you've got the Keiths of the world. You've Keith got, Lemon. I mean, Keith, this Keith, he wears white beads, he's overweight, he's bold, and he drives a white van. Like a yeah, but if I was a lizard, right, and I thought, do you know what, I'm going to make some wear out. I'm going to have quite a few little items in there, little goodies. And yeah, I'm going well. to employ lots of people just to, like, run around these warehouse people and then, like, throw the items at people's doors. I would choose to look like Jeff Bezos. He, he is the physical manifestation of, hey, this is modern-day capitalism, okay? Like, if you were to explain okay Amazon to a young child just and Bezos. then say... Draw Amazon. That's what they draw. Draw Amazon as a person. Bold, short, brown eyes. Penis. 
<laughs> so he's got so much money, it just makes sense. He's got a tiny dick. <laughs> why <laughs> why, why aren't you making lots of money then, Will? Because I've got a massive cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I am a minimum wage. I would like to disagree. <laughs> You've never seen it. Oh, God. It's your energy you give off. It's the energy I give off. The depressed vibes. <laughs> the depressed cracker. It doesn't, just, it doesn't power up with me dick size on the chart. you got like a BMI chart, but it's for dick. It's like, mm, crackhead energy, but he's depressed. Mm, tiny, P- tiny personality on the X scale, size on the Y scale. Personality is a fat zero. means you've got a massive schlong. <laughs> All the incels listen to this. You're like, yes! Yes, big dick! Here's the thing, listening to this. You can't use it. You just sit inside all day in your fucking video games. He says as he sits inside all day on his fucking video games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Complete Waffle Awakening Experience where we find out who we truly are. (laughs) This could be like a guided meditation. You start and you're thinking... Am I? Where do I belong in this world? And then you finish and you think, do you know what? I haven't got I'm, I'm a solid ten on the personality scale, which means on tiny, the size scale. Tiny knob. <laughs> <laughs> tiny dick. Oh no. So if, if, if we just start the episode like, and welcome back to the complete waffle meditation experience. And breathe in. Think about your tiny dick and breathe out. <laughs> Maybe next week we should actually start with that to see how many people complain about it and be like, it didn't make any sense. And then we can be like, well, if you watched the whole previous episode, which one singular person does. One singular person will because they will win the t-shirt that says, dyslexic or not, I'm retarded. <laughs> I'll find some calming music as well. I need to create myself a soundboard. That'd be sick. I'm gonna get myself a like, no, you gotta make yourself a remote like an iCarly. <laughs> Random Bansy. <laughs> I only knew, I only seen one episode of that show and it was like a crossover with Victorious. I only ever seen one episode of that show. Incidentally, it was the same crossover episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the same episode. It was like iCarly plus Victorious. And I'd only ever watched that episode. So I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll understand it all. They saved a dolphin. I don't know. I don't know how that fits into the general premise of the show overall, but did they save dolphins? Is that is that the thing? No, but okay. what really confuses me about Victorious, right? You've got all mm. the characters, you know, yeah. having a good time. And then there's one kid, right? Which one does he Who Gibby has a puppet. Why did it Gibby is in iCarly. Gibby! Sorry, I love Gibby. <laughs> Gibby! Gibby! Shout out to my Discord I... friend, Gibby. I love him. Hello, Gibby. I don't know who you are. <laughs> no one knows who he is. I should stop talking about him. Anyway, you were saying... <laughs> There's just this one kid with a puppet, and like the puppet is its own character, and like has its own personality, and its own. Imagine Imagine what? Imagine having a deeper character arc as a puppet (laughs) on a Nickelodeon show than you do for three Star Wars films. Well, according (laughs) to the one and only Joey D, right? Joe Daniel. Big up Joey D. Apparently, dogs have personalities, so therefore his dogs. I have more personality than you. See, that's why dogs have tiny dicks. Because they have they have so much personality. I have no personality, which means I've got a, I'm hung like a horse. Horses must have no personality. Horses have no personality whatsoever. Elephants, mate. Don't get me started on them. They might be compassionate, <laughs> but they don't have a personality. Trust me. They're like minus three on the minus personality three on the scale. <laughs> This is not scientifically accurate. Do not take this as fact, please. I may be an established science of absolute bullshit, but I'm not an established scientist at all. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Yo, I'm somewhat of a uh, weed myself. <laughs> Did chemistry A level doesn't have a single qualification from it. You know, I do be kind of scientific, though. It does, it does better in biology than it does physics and goes on to do a physics A level. 
Hello. I'll have to go. Hello, we'll, have... we'll used to have to go in at lunchtime for extra little physics because he was that bad. That's true. And he used to come out and Lord oh Lord, the mood he'd be in. We'd walk to the co-op and he'd just stand in the middle of the road. Not even like a funny ha ha suicide way. Just a fool. Both fortunately and unfortunately at the time, no cars came. Uh, considering everyone was at fucking work. <laughs> Throwback to when that we were allowed to go to work. Throwback to when we were actually allowed to say hi to people in the street. <laughs> you know, I've, I've also found that, yeah, ever since we got into lockdown, yeah, I'm going to say hi to people in the street and they just, like, look at me with, like, this disappointing nod and just, like, like nod at me. I'm like, I just try to say hi. Well, some you. people are either really enthusiastic with their hellos because clearly they haven't seen anyone in two months. And oh, the people yeah. who give you really disapproving looks, this is a certified fact, they've actually been breaking lockdown. You see, I... I haven't been outside in seven weeks. I haven't been to a shop in seven weeks, okay? The first encounter I had with a shop was some guy looked at me like I'd just walked off a spaceship with, like, a 12-gauge in my hand, pointed it at his head and said, I'm going to kill your family. (laughs) I don't know why he looked at me like that, but he did. All I wanted was a monster. That's all I wanted. (laughs) That's your problem then, Kyle. (laughs) Listen here. I've actually been going to the co-op every Monday, week food shop to get the essentials, and I've actually made friends with the little checkout lady, and I actually love her to pieces. I would happily die for her. Doesn't your dad go into the co-op and uh, ask for the <laughs> special fifty p? Uh, yeah, he goes. Your, I have to go into a different co-op because of that. <laughs> and you and you can't walk him in at the same time as him, otherwise you'll get caught. Yeah, because, right, let me explain this properly. So he collects 50 P's, right? Yeah. Like, all the special 50 P's are little designs on. But at the co-op, right, they, whenever they see them, they put them underneath the till. So you have to ask, like, oh, do you have any special 50 P's, right? Mm. And instead of saying, like, oh, I, a fully grown man, collect 50 P's, he decided to say that his severely disabled daughter... <laughs> Like 50p because they're the only thing that makes her smile. <laughs> so, shiny special edition 50p is the only thing that makes a severely autistic daughter smile. Yeah, so then they'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, you can take a look at all these 50ps. I'm so sorry for your daughter. You and then he comes home daughter. and he goes, like, Oh, look at this 50p. I mean, my mum were thinking, John, you are a scammer. Well, I think we should put that on a t-shirt as well. We should just put, please can I have your 50p's? My daughter is severely autistic. <laughs> and just have a like a mag white, text, white text, black background. Just that's it. That's the t-shirt. No, no context to it. No like, <laughs> funny images. No like fancy font. Just please can I have your 50p's? My daughter is severely autistic. And then on the back, can we have bottom text in Comic Sans? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Also, we're gonna get. Also, we're gonna get the merch. Aisles. People are gonna buy it. Maybe not buy it. Maybe it they will steal it from the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, mm. Yeah, I can do. Mm. Yeah, I guess. If it's right. a train, it's free reign. True. Wait. If it's a train or a chain. A chain is in like okay. a chain store. I, I, I was like, mm, yes, true. And then I had to re- recall if it was a train. <laughs> a train. Technically, it's not free rain because it's stuck on tracks. Right, so if you're on a train and you're on the inside and you jump, you yeah. land where you started. But if you're on top of the train and you jump, the yeah. train's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's What's because... all that about? That's because you, you know, you jump up in the train and you're confined in a certain space and you're closer to the moving platform. So you'll jump up, you'll be like, aha, and then you'll jump back down again. You'll move back to something. <laughs> That's what I do every time I jump. Uh-huh. I go, aha. 
But if you jump up on top of the train, you're you're further away from the point that's moving. So you'll be like, jump up, and then you'll move back a bit, and then you'll come back down again. It's relativity. Einstein didn't sit in his office going absolutely crazy for no fucking reason. <laughs> okay, then. That, that does make sense. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that your physics insights. That's what a uh, that's what being in physics is, ladies and gentlemen. You figure out how Einstein sat in a room for fucking thirty years. Same room for thirty years. Probably, I don't know. He was like incorporated by the Americans because they're like, "Hey, you can build rockets." <laughs> hey, don't die in the Nurburgring trial. You can build a rocket. <laughs> <So sexy. laughs> and the Russians were just like, "Yeah, build the rocket now." If you don't, I kill Suck your family. build the rocket, yeah? Suck a lagushka. If you don't build the rocket, I kill your family twice. But you've already killed my family. <laughs> Not once. I'll kill them again. <laughs> but they're all dead. They're already in the grave. Yeah, I don't grave. The build rocket. No, they, they do what they did in the, um, is it the Catan forest? Mm. <laughs> do do um. Right. I think we'll leave it there, you know. I feel like that is a good place to leave it on a high note. On a high note of uh, people dying if they don't build rockets for the Americans. Um, <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in another little week. Indeed. If you do have any opinion on us creating a Twitter or an Instagram, do let us know. Because uh, then we can have a bit more of a widespread uh, thing to contact you all on. Uh, also, quick little shout out. I know it's the, the end, but quick little shout out to my G, Adomus LP. Listen to him on SoundCloud. He, he's got those fucking chill vibes. Real the vibes chill. do be chill. The vibes do be chill. Give him a listen. He's actually proper chill vibes. But uh, I, I guess we'll leave it at that. On a, on a Peace out, my homies. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>